wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Guys, wrong dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. What's up, Nate? What is up, Des? How you doing? Well, just hanging out here, talking to my friends about music on Assault City Circle Pip! Alright, that is the high intensity we needed. It's the second podcast of the month, which you know that means it's reviews. Reviews of albums. You didn't know that, because this is a brand new thing we're starting. Just brand so new. you know, right. the second episode of every month is going to be album reviews. And luckily, <clears throat> my guest this week to review albums with me, which will change every week, is Nate Perkins what, what is from up? Pinewalker. What's up, everyone? Glad to be back. Yeah, Radio uh, Land, how's it going? All right, great. That was awesome. Good answer. Good answer. See, that's the thing I love about Radioland is they answer immediately. Yeah. And especially when it's in a podcast that won't be released for a month and a half. You know, there, there's just room to grow on the answer. You can only go up. Only can go up. But how have you been? It's been a week. We've been <sighs> trying to compartmentalize what is quarantine, what is the destabilization of the nation through... Uh, you know, a new cult in the the political system. New how cult. how are you dealing with it? All all of it, really. Uh, beer, beer is how I cope. <laughs> you need longer answers because I'm also <laughs> coping with beer, and uh, I was trying to drink some. So there you go. Beer and music, actually, my getaways nowadays. Agreed. I mean, that's all you can really do is uh, find yourself a hobby and numb yourself. Oh, yeah. I have started going back uh, snowboarding, though, recently, so that's been pretty fun. Oh, yeah? You on the Black Diamond there? Or <laughs> I'm not that good. No? Okay, well. No. I all mean... The easiest trails you can get. That's me. I don't know if you can tell from the sounds of our voices, because we both sound like bacon, but... We are both pudgy gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, I mean, you have more muscles under there because I don't sports at all. At least you do snowboarding. That's something. Like, I walk yeah. to work. Yeah. Probably more than I walk. Nice. Well, you do have a very fancy truck. I like your fancy truck. It is a nice truck. Yeah. So, it's reviews week. Reviews. And we are going to – here's how Reviews Week is going to work for the first little while. I, in the two years that Assault City Circle Pit has been gone, I have been hitting on and getting rejected by every female in the state of Utah. I've also been disappointing all of the ones that are just feeling so bad about themselves that they went home with me. But where did I meet them? Where did I get shot down? That's right, Nate. Good answer. Concerts. Concerts. Concerts and getting CDs. I mean, most of these were not in 2020. I, I went to a concert literally the day before they shut down bars. But I went to all these shows and I was hammered. And when I'm hammered, I spend money. And when I spend money, I buy a bunch of CDs. 
So I have a whole stack of CDs from underground ass bands that are fucking awesome. And I just want to review all those CDs before I get to others. If you are an underground band and you want to have us review your CD and you have a good sense of humor about it, send us in some music or send me a link, whatever it might be, please. So let's get to it. Let's do it. What are we doing first? 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 Well, first, I must have a little little bit of a gush on this. Um, so on our second tour ever, uh, with my band Disengaged, of course, we went to Denver and we met this awesome band called the Goat Hill Massacre. Or, oh shit, now I'm twisting it. It's so weird. Like, you know, you play a lot of shows so you forget when things happen and where. Yep. But now, if I'm remembering correctly, we only played with them in Denver on our third tour. Ah, third tour. But we met them here in Utah, in Ogden. They played uh, two dates with us on that same tour. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Anyways, this band is called the Goat Hill Massacre. They are out of Denver. They are a five-piece. Yes, they're a five-piece, sorry. And... They're awesome live, number one, uh, aside from just their album being rip shit awesome. And this is only, this is their first album. We, they have another album, and uh, I'm blanking on the uh, title of it right now, but what we're talking about today is Slaughter, Rinse, Repeat, which you can find on iTunes, Spotify. First off, I'm terrible with genres. If you had, if I'm going to ask you just right off the bat, what genre is this? What would you classify this band as? Death metal. Just straight up death metal? Oh, yeah. I've got my my first listen through. I definitely got like uh, almost like mid 90s kind of death metal vibes. Ooh. I like that. See, uh, one thing I really like about this band when I hit the mic stand, and that's awful. Uh, one thing I really like about this band is. Not only are they like a straight up death metal sound, but they throw in like interesting riffs at interesting times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you'll get comfortable with like your normal death metal sound, and oh, this is you know I'm used to this. I know what's coming next, and then there'll just be this riff that is like you said something like knock you to the wall or some shit earlier. Just punch you right in the face. Punch you right in the face. Exactly. And that's the fun is what was that song? Yormagunder. Yormagunder. Yes. That one had that punchy in the face riff. I mean, they all really have, they got some good riffage and that's all provided by my good friend, Joe. I believe he writes the riffs, but uh, there is another lovely guitarist with a nice beard. Gotta have a nice beard. I mean, he doesn't have to have a nice beard, but well, it's almost like if you're in a band in like early on in most metal bands, if you don't have like at least one big guy, your riffs aren't probably that good. Yeah, that's a good point. Big guys bring the riffs. Oh yeah, I think this band only has like one little skinny guy. Hmm. Um, the bass player. Yeah, the bass player. If I'm remembering correctly, so the bass player and the lead singer switch spots on the stage. The bass player grabs the mic, lead singer grabs the bass. I don't remember what song it's for, though. That's Ah. the unfortunate thing. I saw their set like six times. Not a clue when that is in the set, though. It's always fun to just see band members switch it up on stage. 
Oh yeah, there's a uh, so Dylan from Disengaged wrote the first album Hazardous all on his own basically. No shit. Yeah, a lot of the riffs and stuff and lyrics. And so he can play most of them on guitar, at least, you know, the riffs he wrote and then right. we, you know, they they refined them and stuff, but Anyways, um, so there was talk for a while that maybe we would do that on stage one day where he comes out from behind the kit, picks up the guitar, and the guitarist Chase hops on the drums because Chase is actually a pretty fucking good drummer. Hell yeah. I mean, they're all better at instruments than I am. I pick up any of the instruments, and I can play them all a little bit. But I swear to God, the only drum fill I know is do 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 And, uh, you know, it's because I can't drum. That's fair. Not a lot of people can do your... The vocals you do. Yeah, except for, like, you know, Randy Bly, and that's enough to, like, pigeonhole me into, oh, you guys are Lamb of God? Cool. Eh. Dope. I mean, yeah, if we were, like, Lamb of God cover band, that would be dope. That'd be dope. But I'm writing these songs that I want people to appreciate, and, you know, it's, it's bands like Goat Hill Massacre that, like, they are doing, yes, something done before, like, the death metal portion of what they're doing. Like I said, they, they, they are very classic death metal, but they change it up. Mm-hmm. They choose to make those interesting riffs at interesting times that throws things into a totally different area where you can tell that's distinctly Goat Hill, which is why I'm excited to review the next one, because I have heard it already, and I can tell you that that theme continues, and they got tighter. So, gotta ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite track off of... Slaughter, rinse, repeat. I probably got to say the one that we were just talking about, Igor Magunder. It just has that punch you in the face riff that I can't get out of my head. Yeah? Yeah. That's the one? Um, I like Igor Magunder, but War Party is probably Ooh, my yeah, favorite. War Party is a good time. And the only, like, and that was my next thing. Do you have a least favorite track on the album? Honestly, no. They're all bangers. I don't really have a least favorite track. I have yeah. a least favorite thing about the album. Yeah. Which is the production um, is not the best. But also that uh, Yorma Gunder, one of the, uh, one of the, what is that? The chorus riff? What is that riff? The one we were talking about. Uh, I consider it a chorus riff or maybe like a lick or something like that. Yeah. One of them, the, like the the guitar work is either sloppy in the mix or just played sloppily, and you can't really make out all the notes, you know? Or maybe I'm just stupid and I can't because I'm not good at that kind of thing. But um, I was noticing it more in the drums in that part, really. Hmm. Because it, can, it sounds like it would need uh, just like a straight – 16th note bass drum pattern. Okay. But it just kind of feels like it's turning to like some triplet thing that doesn't really belong. Like, it's kind of hard to describe without actually listening to it. Huh. You know, and what's entirely possible is like that they're going for something that we are not even hearing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'll, you know, I'll do that in our music. I'll think I've made this most clever line in the world and somebody be like, you misused your. I'm like, fuck. Shut up, okay? God. But, I mean, overall, this whole thing, front to back, is good. The only, like, I, the only thing that really confused me was, like, the first track sounds like there was, like, lead up to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, it just feels like it drops you right in. 
But um, maybe that's a good thing because every time I listened through it, it was fucking balls to the wall the whole time. Exactly. It's very fun. Also, I really highly recommend getting this one in a physical copy if you can from the band. I know they're on Facebook and I believe Instagram and all that shit. Um, but if you can get a physical copy, the back is just like some brutal, looks like early mayhem shit with these three skulls covered and filled with fucking blood. It's dope. One other, like one last comment I have about the album is, uh, <clears throat> uh, whoever is panned right on the album, it sounds like, and this is really me just kind of nitpicking, nothing too serious. <laughs> But it really just sounds like they need to turn their mids up on the ramp. That's <laughs> okay. That's well, just one thing I really noticed. What year was this made? <laughs> We're gonna have to tell them from like 2015. <laughs> Get in the time machine. Tell them to pan right. Turn up the mids. Down the mids. What? Where did the mids need to go? I'm sorry. Up. up. Turn up the mids. God. Uh, I was listening when he speaks. Okay. Because like when I'm at work. I have my earbuds in, and I just have my right one in, uh-huh. and that's the that's the guitar I hear the most, and it just kind of like, I hear the bass and the highs, but like the mids are scooped out, and it's like, uh, that that's not a good tone. Why are you doing that? And yeah, I'll admit, Dimebag Daryl had that tone, so did Randy Rhodes, but it's like, it's not good. Um, But who am I? I'm just an asshole. I'm yeah, asshole. what like, an asshole. Cares? I mean... <laughs> So, Joe, basically what I'm telling you by you listening to this podcast is you need to go listen to Pinewalker. And you need to pick apart their fucking guitar tone. Do it. Do it. Actually, he's the, aren't you the drummer for that one? I'm the drummer. Fuck. Yeah. Go listen to Winter Light and pick apart their guitar tone. Do it. I will not hold anything against you. But you know what? See, the thing is with Winter Light is you can pick apart the guitar tone, but you say a fucking word about aaron's fucking bass tone i'll hurt you it'll just smash you it's beautiful he toured with disengaged for a little weekender and you know what his bass tone's best tone we had it's beautiful beautiful man beautiful man beautiful bass beautiful tone Mm -hmm. anyway go hill massacre slaughter rinse repeat the album artwork's great, front and back. If you can't get a physical copy, it's still super worth listening to on Spotify. I think, oh man, I really wish this band had this as a vinyl. Like, Ooh. imagine holding that fucker up and be like, Goat Hill Massacre! Right. Showing your friends that fucking record. That's cool. That'd be awesome. Cool ass album artwork. So next on the roster, we need to talk about Nice Beer Crack. That's not the album name. <laughs> the album name is Maniacal Carnage. That was that understandable in a microphone? I think so. I understood it. Listen, if you didn't understand that, you're listening to the wrong fucking show, okay? Or you, you have normal human ears. Either way, either way is fine. But the album is called Maniacal Carnage by Blood to Purge from right here in the SLC, and you know who's badass? motherfucking blood purge is badass this is more of a i'm gonna say a thrashier death metal what do you what do you think it's more like a speed thrash death it'll be speed thrash death yeah see how good i am at genres speed thrash death that's totes a thing guys totes anyway 
the vibes I would get, I was getting it from it was a uh, probably like early Slayer stuff. Yeah, if you had to compare to bands, what bands? I mean, Slayer, obviously, obviously Slayer. Um, I hear some early Sepultura in there. Yep. I hear. Oh, uh, I can also hear like Power Trip in there too. Oh yeah, Power Trip too, definitely. I mean, I think these guys. I think the band started in 2011. When did Power Trip start? Probably around the same time. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, good fucking band, man. Um, Blood Purge. A reason I picked Blood Purge is we played with them a while back. I think it was the last tour, and uh, my new, my old friend actually, Stu. From the band Dark Blood, mm. who is also badass. Everybody should go look up Dark Blood. Uh, he's now the new vocalist and bass player of Blood Purge. Ah. And he is not on this album, but it's a kick ass album and he does it great live. Uh, I think we have one more Blood Purge as well to do, but I think that one's just a four song EP. How ah. many was this one? Oh, this one is eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, this album front to back is pretty hard hitting. It's pretty fast. It doesn't ever let up. Does not let up. Which is super <clears throat> sweet because, like, a lot of, I don't know what it is now with albums, but there's so many albums where, like, halfway through there's a song that's like, be That's like a bird chirping. I don't know why, but they always have, like, no matter how heavy the album is, it could be like, and then some point, they're just going to be, gotta throw in one feel good song. Ah, yeah. You know what makes me feel good is, and fucking ripping ass fucking guitar fucking riffs and sick ass vocals about murder and shit. That's what makes me feel good, my oh, friend. Yeah. Woo! Blood Purge pulls it off very nicely. Exactly. And this is why we need bands like Blood Purge. Ah, man. Whew, sorry, I got a little too excited. Do you have a favorite track off this one? Probably I am the one, the first track. Really? Yeah. I My favorite, for sure, hands down, was Maimed. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Yes. That riff, for some reason, caught my ear so hard. I was like, ooh, this is like early early Metallica-y, like uh, a kill em all kind of riff, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was fun. And uh, I don't know what made me just like, it just, you know, it was a fun fucking song. That one really stood out to me. And yes, I'm the one, definitely... Children. Face Ripper Monkey. Ooh, Ooh. Children of Doom's good too. Yes. And Face Ripper Monkey. You're right. Face Ripper Monkey. Children of Doom. I'm the one. Like I said, front to back, great album. The first time I listened to it, I didn't put I didn't put on the repeat on it. Uh-huh. And so when it ended, I was I was straight up just like, wait, hang on, it's over? What? No, it can't be. Well, that's the problem with thrash albums. You get so into it and it goes so fast and then it's fucking over, man. <sighs> you have to put it on loop. Gotta be on loop. Put it on <laughs> loop. If you want learn one thing, that's what I want. On the next Assault City Circle Pit shirts, we're going to put Assault City Circle Pit. Put it on loop. Just one bit. Just one big put it on the loop on the back. Yeah. <laughs> put it on loop right in the back because that's no one's going to know. There's going to be no context. And I'm sure this album won't even be released. So people aren't even going <laughs> to. They're not even going to know what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. But it's going to be Assault City Circle Pit. Put it on loop. All right. 
But uh, really, with this album, it is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. That's the same thing. I think I did that last time, too, but I've been drinking. All so. the major music it, platforms. It's on all the music things, the Pandoras and all that. So, you know, get you some Blood Purge. Uh, if not, I'm sure there will be links on the Assault City Circle Pit Facebook page as to where you can get all this lovely music. Um, This one, also, Killer... I wonder who did this artwork because it is fucking sick. It reminds me of, uh, you ever see that movie heavy metal? I think so. Cool movie. Um, great artwork in that. And this just reminds me of like a more gory heavy metal, uh, for the album artwork. Yeah. So also a good one to get on hard copy, my friends. Hard copy. Uh, did you Once again, same complaint about the last one. Just production quality. Just production. That's it. You know, that really with these two bands, just production quality is the biggest thing. And I think we all have a poorly produced album. Yeah. You know, so it's whatever. And I can tell you, I know at least for a fact that Goat Hill solved that problem with the next one. Oh, yeah. So good job, Goat Hill. Good job. I don't, I haven't listened to that other Blood Purge much. I know it came on a little bit today while I was listening to the to this Blood Purge a lot. But, um, yeah, we'll let you know. We'll this you story know. to be updated later. To be continued. To be continued. I was trying to think of how they say that shit on the news and shit. Like, more on this story at five with yeah. Kyle. Fucking Kyle. Fucking fuck. Fucking Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Drives me insane with rage. Much like I want to purge blood. Ugh. Anyways, if y'all are hearing this... Go check him out. Yes, please go check him out, but also peer pressure Stu to come do an interview on my show. Peer pressure Goat Hill Massacre to come do an interview on this show. Because you know I'm here for you. I want to ask him fun questions. I want to tell him some mean shit about their band and see how they if they laugh or not. That's just what I want to do, man. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Hook up. <laughs> yes. And you know what it's time for, Nate? Review. No, we already did the reviews. Cut uh, that out. Good God. I'm not cutting it out. I'm leaving it. <laughs> but actually, the you know, news. I forgot totally. You know, we'll, we'll get better at this. I don't yeah, give a fuck. We'll, we'll get, get better. better at this. But um, I wanted to give these... Five uh, out of five stars. What do you give these albums? Both of them. So we'll go Goat Hill first. Slaughter, rinse, repeat. Goat Hill, I'd say uh, three out of five. Three out of five. Why three out of five? I just feel like, again, like our complaints, the production could have been better, and there were a couple sloppy sections in, in some songs. But overall, it is a good album, and I highly recommend listening to it. But for those reasons, I dock up a couple points. I feel you. Um, I also, you know, I'll give it like a three and a half out of five. Um, I think the extra half comes from I just love the album artwork. I love oh, the yeah. album artwork solidly. And Joe, if you're listening to this, get you some fucking vinyls and I'll buy three sets just so you can get your fucking get your nut or whatever, you know. Um, it This album, I think... If you're in the Denver scene and you don't know about Goat Hill, you're making a fucking mistake. They're so fucking good. 
And I think they need to be known nationwide, but definitely in their hometown, they should be, if they're not already, they should be top dogs. Everyone should know their fucking name. Mm -hmm. Good ass band. How about Blood Purge? What do you give that band out of five stars? Say four. Solid four. Four? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll give that. I'm also going to go 3.5 on that again because I feel the same. Also, badass, badass music. Mm -hmm. But um, once again, production quality is the only thing that brings me down. And yeah, that's that's what I got. Badass. What we got here, though, these two, and it's not always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. What we got with these two albums is they're a good combo you can listen to together. Oh, yeah. They're a great combo. I highly recommend you listen to these bands together because it, it didn't make me angry, but it made me metalhead happy, you know, oh, where yeah. you're just r- walking around on top of the fucking world. <clears throat> nice. But I will edit that out because I have the power. <laughs> I actually might keep it because that was funny. Um <laughs> Anyway, guys, Blood Purge, Goat Hill Massacre, please go listen to them. Uh, Slaughter, Rinse, Repeat from Goat Hill Massacre, and Maniacal Carnage from Blood Purge. And now that we are done with the album reviews for this week, how's about some more news? Some more news, let's get into it. fun, heavy music-centric news. This one comes to us courtesy, uncourtesy, or whatever the legal term is, I got it from their website. Metal Injection. Ah, okay. Good people, that Metal Injection. I find, I like a lot of their stories, because, you know, they, uh, I can't remember, one of these sites does too many fluff pieces about fucking uh, Corey Taylor, which, I'm a huge Corey Taylor fan. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, Slipknot's my shit, Mm -hmm. Corey Taylor, personal hero of mine. Probably Blabbermouth. Blabbermouth. It's definitely Blabbermouth, because I always remember, great big mouth, Blabbermouth. Yeah. Anyway, I don't give a shit if Corey Taylor wears Crocs, I don't care about Corey Taylor's new coffee. I don't care that Corey Taylor loves his son. I care when Corey Taylor releases new music. That's all I want to hear about. I don't care about everything else. Listen up, Blabbermouth. You're being a fucking... You're being a Blabbermouth. Yeah. <sighs> or whatever side it is, I'm sure I'm going to get some kind of text or email from my friends that are like, you fucking idiot. Dude, it's totally a metal injection, and you were hella shitting on him that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but this story comes from Metal Injection, and it is a heart warmer. Ah. Mm-hmm. Now, the band in question I have not listened to yet. Um, I do not know how good they are, but apparently they're this good. Now, imagine you get a head injury, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a son of a bitch. <laughs> It's a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's all I have to say. But no, um, gotta suck. Yeah, you uh, you know, you get a head injury. Uh, you're in a coma. Oh, you're in a coma. It's the deepest coma. And in your coma, you're listening to the the best of music because that's what happens in a coma. I don't know how comas work. Um, you're listening to your favorite music. You're partying with all your heroes. You know, your Matt Hafees and your King Diamonds and your Lemmys and your Joey Ramones and stuff, whoever's there in your, in your fantasy. And then you wake up from your coma in a hospital room with like beep, beep, beep. And then the breathing machine. Luke, I am your father. It doesn't say that. But anyways, you wake up 
in this haze. Oh, am I still dreaming? No, this is reality. And then you look forward, and there's the bass player of your favorite band. Well, that happened to a nice, lovely man in what I assume is Kansas, because they did not say in the article. But let me just read this to you. Waking up from a coma, all by itself is an astounding feat. Imagine accomplishing something so spectacular and then having your respiratory therapist be your favorite band's bassist. That's exactly what happened to one patient named Mason and Kansas-based metal band Hammerlord, which I did not get to listen to Hammerlord before we started this. I don't know what they sound like. This article came out like two days ago. Did it? Yeah. Well, you know what? They're going to listen to this podcast in like a month and a half, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that is amazing. I, the guy also got to meet up with the whole band and like get his shit signed and all that fun shit. Like, how cool is that? I I would love to wake up and be like, oh fuck, oh, cool. Oh shit, is that fucking Des Far? Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> I would piss myself. What about what I you? Do. I don't know what I would do. What I'd band like, would you want to meet because you're waking up from a coma and they've got a pearl of breathing tube out of your throat? Probably Slipknot. Dude, that would be so cool. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. And then just like Sid Wilson's play on your crotch like it's turntables. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. I would, th- I would just say, am I still dreaming? What is going on? And Craig's over there on the heart monitor just pushing buttons randomly because he's trying <laughs> to make weird sounds. And you're like, oh, this is cool, but uh, you're dying and shit. It's fine. Nurse, I need a nurse. Help, nurse. They're killing me. The hottest one, please. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Well, kids, it's come that time. It's come the time. The podcast is almost over, and we're all sad. Now, things are only going to go up from here. Things are only going to get better. I'm thinking maybe... Some fun things with like a Patreon where, you know, what we make off of it, we donate to bands for advertising. Because online advertising is very expensive and bands kind of need to do it to survive right now. So maybe if we could find a way to make that kind of like a fund builder to get bands some online advertising. Yeah. That might be a nice way because I really don't need money for Assault City. You know, it's like a couple hours out of my week every week and that's fine. Um, So if we could do a Patreon for that, let me know. I'm going to do maybe a couple episodes before we do that, and you let me know what y'all think on the Facebook and everything, and how you doing, Nate? You want to plug anything? Like, do you have any social media people can follow you on and stuff? You can follow Pinewalker on Facebook at under Pinewalker. Wow, weird. Yeah, kind of weird. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So weird. (laughs) Under Instagram, you can find Pinewalker at PinewalkerLibs. Pinewalker lives as in to live or libs as in who is currently defeating Trump? <laughs> to live. Oh, okay, cool. That works too. But, uh, fuck Trump. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that illegal or just to say you want to kill him? Probably to say you are going to kill him. Oh, okay. Well, I want to and fuck that guy. I mean, I don't have the power to, but yeah. fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Welcome to our political podcast. Welcome to the political <laughs> section, where we uh, turn into leftists. I just, you know, I'm not even left. I'm just not for Nazis. 
and yeah. shit. That's just not my thing. I can't do it. Anyways, if you want to hear more about this, you can get on my political podcast called George Washington in a Bathtub. I don't know why that's the whole thing, but yeah. It also, you know, with my guest Grover Cleveland, mm. he's going to be on uh, in a couple of weeks, and that's going to be really fun. So be sure to check that out if you're into politics, and please go follow us on all the social medias. We got Instagram, we got Facebook, all under Assault City Circle Pit. And I am Des Troy. You can find me, Des Troy 9 or Desengage 9 on Instagram and or Facebook, or just Des Troy for most things on Facebook. Anywho, I've been Des Troy. Hail Lemmy. Hail Lemmy. <laughs>